Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show. Today is Wednesday, September 15th, 2021, and we are going to have a free talk episode. For those of you who don't know, a free talk episode is where I have no notes, no nothing, just rambling. And for those of you who are new to the show, welcome. This is the All Around Growth Podcast, a show that is intended to provide insight and tools to building and creating the lives and homesteads of our dreams. My name is Rob Kaiser and I am your host. I woke up this morning feeling rested and after some thinking about how to proceed with the show this morning, I decided that I wanted to just talk about what's on my mind. And before I do that, though, I do have some notes, but nothing that I'm actually going to reference during the show. It's just something I'm going to begin with and share with you down the driveway because I'm going to read it verbatim. And this comes from the Institute for Functional Medicine notes. And this is an introduction to functional nutrition. So this, in a way, is going to nicely dovetail with yesterday's episode. So what is functional nutrition and why does it matter? Functional nutrition is about finding the right way for each of us individuals to eat using food to maximize the potential for health and reverse dysfunction or disease. There is no single right diet that applies to everyone. We all have different genetic backgrounds, different dietary preferences, and different lives. We all want to be healthy, but figuring out how to make food in dietary patterns that serve that goal can be difficult. Functional nutrition offers the concepts, strategies, and tools to make that happen. Functional Nutrition Fundamentals For centuries, humans have relied on the food supply as a source of energy, health, and connection. However, in the last six or seven decades, changes in the food supply and how we use it have contributed strongly to the growing epidemic of chronic disease. Functional nutrition developed out of a desire on the part of the healthcare providers changed that picture. Emerging science is very clear that food is a powerful influence on health. Food offers not only the calories that fuel our body's metabolism, but it also contains many diverse components that play important roles in all our bodily functions. In certain proportions and amounts, poor food quality can influence or create disease, and high-quality food can reverse disease and sustain health. In a very real sense, Food is medicine. How food affects our health. There are three basic elements in our diets. Macronutrients, the proteins, fats, and carbohydrates that are the building blocks of all food. Micronutrients, vitamins and minerals. And phytonutrients, plant-derived substances that have a positive effect on health. Processed foods in the food supply interfere with the function of those basic elements. Processing practices include hydrogenating oils, 
adding sugar and sweeteners to foods, processing and bleaching grains, applying toxic agricultural chemicals to crops, using trans fat in food manufacturing. These practices may increase the shelf life of food, make food look prettier, or make food taste sweeter. However, when they are the main component of a steady diet, they have the potential to cause harm and make us sick. Food is information, not just energy or calories. Food actually tells our bodies how to function by signaling exactly when and how each different type of cell should behave in every situation. So we want the very best information to reach our cells in order to achieve optimal functioning. Food also represents connection. In most cultures, food plays a major role in familial bonding, celebrations, and ceremonies. Through food, we connect with friends and family, and we make memories. And the memories that we make with them are often recalled when smelling or tasting familiar foods. The action of eating also integrates the mind with the body, and this mind-body connection influences how we experience the world around us. The loss of a shared family meal with food prepared from scratch has been part of the transformation that is feeding the chronic disease cycle. Functional nutrition emphasizes healthful eating personalized to your genetics, lifestyle, environment, and health concerns. Functional nutrition often offers effective strategies and tools to help you improve your health including weekly food, shopping schedules, helpful recipes, and recommendations about cooking and food storage, as well as steps to achieve mindful eating. Okay, um, that's basically it. Now, how does this tie into the free talk today? let's see I'm able to quickly reference this and read this material about functional medicine because after work last night I ran to Staples and I picked up a binder and some divider tabs And I had printed out a lot of literature to make going through this functional medicine process easier. And what's interesting is where I'm getting this information from is this Cleveland Clinic uh, portal. And it's similar to many types of online courses in how the modules are structured, how the information is presented, and much of it is provided in the form of PDFs. So I am saving all of this information 
printing all of this information and assembling it into an easily referenced binder. This is, th this takes time. And I spent, I don't know, an hour, an hour and a half uh, or a couple hours last night when I got home doing this. Yesterday I fasted. I still continue the practice of born day fasting when I can because what initially began as fasting with spiritual intent on a Tuesday to help me grow my mind, I just decided to integrate that into my life. Not only with spiritual intent, there's certainly that, but also as a helpful practice for the maintenance of my seizures. Because fasting is historically one of, well, if not the only treatment for epilepsy and seizures. Prior to dietary observations and the advent of pharmaceutical medications. <clears throat> when I got up, I grabbed my binder and I was going about the morning in a very methodical and deliberate way. I prepared my lunch last night and that was nice. And this morning and every, everything just seemed to click. Everything was moving just the way I wanted it to. Quite frankly, it still is. Leisurely drive to work. There's never any cars, so I can drive as fast as I want. There's never any traffic. This is all side side roads, suburban rural fringe. But I got to thinking because I read. What I read to you is partly what I read last night. Partly what we talked about in yesterday's episode was quality over quantity. And I had a really good day yesterday. And I think part of that was due to the fact that I, I had these notes for the show and I did the show like I used to do. When I, when I first began the show, almost a year ago, I, I was very deliberate about show notes and preparation and not necessarily show notes, but some bullet points that I could, that I could reference throughout the day or throughout the, throughout the commute because I'm, I'm driving and as uh, a term I recently heard for driving around and not paying attention is hooning. And I don't want to be hooning around, but like I said, there's 
uh, these are country roads and I'm certainly not going to read a book while I'm driving. I do need to pay attention, certainly in the fall, as the deer is starting to move. And that was worth, that's worth pointing out too, is as I read this going down the driveway this morning, I had to have all the lights on in my truck. So the days are growing shorter. The seasons are changing. And I've alluded to this many times in the past, the podcast is changing. So I'm driving down this, through this tunnel of trees, the leaves are changing. Colors fields of beans and corn, they're changing. And what I began thinking about was this quality, not quantity, of food that we eat. And that Quality matters. And since I felt good yesterday when I delivered the show or the, 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 the initial couple, yeah, I think it was yesterday. Anyways, the, the episode, the feedback episode or not the feedback episode, but the follow-up episode on functional medicine, functional nutrition. I wonder if you feel better out there, too, when the quality of the content being delivered is... or when the content delivered is like that. I don't know if it's higher quality this point our audience is still small if you're out there and you're listening to this and you're a part of the group Sean Andy uh, Chad you guys are the first few that come to mind uh, Letty you know let me know what 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 you think I, I I've been toying around with the idea of you know doing something less frequent but as consistent maybe weekly and utilizing this time for whatever other things consuming other content on the drive or just listening to nothing I've really been digging into some audiobooks lately instead of some podcasts and that's been a nice change of pace as well I don't think any of us fall into the echo chamber category, but sometimes it's refreshing to listen to something different. For example, through Audible, I've been listening to The Unsettling of America, written by Wendell Berry and read by Nick Offerman, who played the character Ron Swanson the show Parks and Recreation. Having a book written by Wendell Berry, especially The Unsettling of America, read 
by the man who played Ron Swanson is quite the experience. When you listen to this show, I want it to be an experience as well. And I'm not entirely sure if the experience being provided on a daily basis, the consistent daily basis which, in my humble opinion, is of a fair quality, but content that is sometimes a little less consistent. And I lost my train of thought because I'm looking off in the distance and it looks like it's going to rain. And, um, that impacts my day at the day job, how I'm going to move forward with the day. And, but anyways, I can figure that out when I get there and I'm not there. So let's get back on track. There's been a lot of yeah thoughts in my mind, guys, about the, 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 the consistency with which I do this. And yeah, initially it was Andy that talked to me about consistency and then recently it was Chad who also messaged me and said, hey, you've, you've got some, something good here, but you got to keep it consistent, bro. And uh, I, I don't maybe he didn't say bro, but that's what I've tried to do lately is keep it consistent. And... In doing so, I, I, you know, in a way I've offered this or asked for this feedback before and I've gotten it. You know, some of you guys have also said that these impromptu episodes of either just talking or waxing off of a devotional or doing a deeper talk like we did the other day. Apparently this is also good. So... What? I don't know. I. And with this whole idea of, of Ron Swanson, before I even left the farm and homestead for the day job, I looked up the quote when he was talking to Leslie Nope about doing something and. I believe he said, Leslie, don't half-ass two things, whole-ass one thing. And I've got a lot of things that I'm working on, projects that I'm working on. And I don't want to half-ass that. So real quick, let me, let me just rattle off a few things that are going on in terms of my life and projects. Not only is there the day job here at the tree farm going into fall, the busy season, the digging season, there's York Meadow Farm, there's the podcast, the All Around Growth Podcast, there's some other ideas that I have called Backyard Homestead, 
which is just taking off. There's also the volunteer work that I do with the Medina Odd Fellows. We've got Christmas trees coming up, Thanksgiving season, volunteer work, volunteer season. Work with the church. United Church of Christ there in Medina. Congregational. There's just a lot of things going on and I don't want to half-ass any of those things. I want to whole ass as much as I can. And I'm looking for you guys to give me the feedback that I need. So what, what do you think? Do you think I should keep rolling with this on a daily basis? Just keep churning it out on the commute as best I can, even if I'm not wholly satisfied with it? I mean, hell, are any of us really wholly satisfied with any of the projects that we're working on in life? Or should I consider doing something different and maybe mixing it up To creating content once a week in the form of a podcast and having something a little bit more deliberate, detailed with notes and going full nerd. So I'm curious on your feedback. Let me know in the Telegram group, t.me slash allaroundgrowth or shoot me an email, allaroundgrowth.gmail.com. There's not a lot of people that really send emails. The few that do, I sincerely appreciate it, but I am interested in your feedback on this. So check it out, Telegram uh, messaging app, t.me slash allaroundgrowth, and you can chat with us there. That's it for today, guys. This is Rob Kaiser, and thank you.